Welcome to the Inspiring Humans podcast. We are so happy to have you listening. My name is Stephanie Willard, and this podcast is a platform to showcase the incredible human spirit. On this podcast, I'll be interviewing people from all over the world and all walks of life who will be sharing with us their personal dreams and their dreams for the future. I believe that through coming together and creating community, incredible things are possible. In fact, anything is possible. And I hope that this podcast is a launch pad for creating the new world that we want to see that will have humanity free, thriving and living in their full self-expression. Wilson, I'm absolutely thrilled to have you on the Inspiring Humans podcast and to share your incredible energy and passion and joy for life with all of our listeners today. And just to give um, Barbara's background justice, Barbara, you've done a lot of different things in your life, but I'd really love to focus today's conversation around just um, living, you know, being the joy and living, you know, in it through your highest excitement in life. And I know that you're, you are very passionate about music and the way music connects people to the joy of life and the way it connects them to each other. And I'd love to delve a little bit into that, but your story for me and what I'm really excited to share with everyone here is it is one of following your passion and what brings you the highest joy and excitement. And that is so evident when, you know, when you're around Barbara and it just spreads out to so many people because, you know, you're really an example of someone who, you know, really uh, that energy comes from you because you embody that joy and you align with your highest excitement. So welcome on the podcast. Absolutely thrilled to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Steph. It's so, it's so great to be here. I'm so thrilled too and excited. <laughs> and, you know, you talk about the joy of life. And I suppose when I think about that, it's, it starts with my family. It really does. I mean, I come from a family of eight, um, eight children. And my mum and dad were just, my dad especially, was hilarious. I mean, we found it really funny that he would do handstands in the living room. <laughs> and... To me, it was like he was so much older and, and I, I, I found that quite extraordinary. And um, so we, you know, it was always a laugh and having fun in life. And I myself, I have three children and four grandchildren. And oh, what joy, what joy it is to, to have um, a beautiful family. And, and my grandchildren are a big joy in my life. I mean, I... I brought up three children and I when the grandchildren came along I kind of I kind of felt bringing up children that I'd given all the love I could possibly give <laughs> and when the grandchildren came along it's something else opened up in me it really opened up that the love that I had for them but also for life it motivated me to want to be more and do more with my life because I really wanted to be, I am a big part of their life. So, you know, just even just being a parent, how my life has changed as I have grown and I can see that in my children and I'm bringing that into my grandchildren. So we talk about what there is in life to enjoy and to love and I, for personal experience, the more that I follow my passions and the things that I love is the more happier and the more joyful I am. And I see that spreading into my family and into whatever it is I, I do. So I did promise myself that I wouldn't be doing things in my life that I don't enjoy because I feel that explicitly within me and in the experience I have. And I think it's so important to, to do things in life that you enjoy and that you're drawn to and to experiment with them, whatever you're drawn to experiment with it, because that, that leads you somewhere that you would never imagine it would lead you. So, you know, that to me is joie de vivre, <laughs> as we say, really enjoying life. 
Uh, it's amazing because when I was thinking of the, you know, the title of this podcast, that came to me very clearly, The Joy of Life. And, and I've been so fortunate to meet you in person and you've got this kind of aura of fun and making the most out of life. And that's what I really felt from you when I met you um, in the Bahamas and just, you know, appreciation and gratitude for life. And that automatically connected me to you. And I just think that is, you know, it's like wearing rose-coloured glasses in life, but your, your, your life becomes that then because, you know, that becomes how you experience life and what you then attract and manifest. And, you know, you're someone who has an incredibly abundant uh, mindset and that's it's um what what I'm trying to say is the the energy you know it's it's the energy then becomes transformational when you're in someone's presence that is very you know that has that fun vibe about them it's it, you don't even have to kind of talk it's just what you sense from others and and that you know I didn't really even um communicate with you that much when I first met you but I, you know, you kind of experience a person and then you, you feel connected to them. So I just thought that was quite extraordinary. Yes, definitely, because it's interesting. I felt the same way about you. And, you know, they say like attracts like. <laughs> and um, the thing was, you know, I've, I didn't get that about myself for a long time in my life. I mean, I grew up and I noticed that people were drawn to me. I mean, even as a child or a teenager, I'd be on the train and I could have a conversation with anybody and they would be telling me their life story or they would be, you know, talking to me and it's like I'd known them all my life, even like from a very young age. And just, you know, I might walk into a, a party or a shop or and just notice that people noticed me so when I noticed this was happening I would use it to my advantage as I got older I would actually hone in on people that I saw that maybe were not in the spotlight or that I felt drawn to and it always seemed to be people like that but then the more I spoke to them the more they opened up so I realized that I actually have a gift there's a way that I'm, I'm just am with people and it puts them at their ease. And I know that is because I, Stephanie, I just love life. Okay. I love being alive and I love my life because that <laughs> I don't know if there is a, because it just is that way. <laughs> if that's something or to say, I, I'm trying to think because it's not because of anything outside of me it is something that emanates from deep inside of me and when we met I I felt that from you too I just there's just a sense of well, you know it's like you lock eyes with someone but in a way that you can feel that their energy and their joy and that's and I've always been able to that self-talk that I have, I've always been able to keep myself up, like my state in a, in a way that, because I know in a way that I'm happy and that I'm constantly happy because I, I get that that's my part to play in like my life. You know, there, there, there is something greater out there, call it God or, or life but I know that I have a part to play in that. And so my part, that co-creation of life, that's something that I'm so, I'd always been interested in and had been searching for, for a long time. And I remember asking my mum that we're all human beings and how comes everyone's walking around doing so much? How can we be more? So I've, I'd always been searching and searching for that. And it was on that seminar that we met when I found like my answer and realized that the joy that came for me, from me was part of, it's, it's that bigger part of me, that, that spirit you could say. And 
I I have an effect on people and, and it spreads. And that's a beautiful thing. But, you know, there's something in that too, that you, what are you spreading in the world? So that was a question I asked myself. So that's why I have to be, I, I believe you have to be very wary of who you are being because the same way that you spread joy when you're being joyful is the same way you can spread something else, the complete opposite. So that's, it's important to, you know, to watch that and, and be with that. And if you're not, then, you know, work on it. That, that's, that's what I do. I work on it. It's a work in progress. <laughs> Amazing. I love the way that you, um, kind of shared that recognition, you know, and the importance of actually recognising or almost discovering the, you know, the, that we all have that potential of the energy inside of us and recognising, you know, the power of that and the impact on other people. I think, you know, to a large extent, we're all on this constant journey of discovering actually how powerful that is. And um, I love, I love it how you, you know, explained that in your presence, you noticed other people would open up to you and you almost created that environment of, of for people to feel safe, for their spirits to come out and express, you know, freely, which is really, you know, it just it kind of gives me shivers to think about because I've experienced that too. And I think we've all experienced that when we're in environments where we're just, we feel like people have our backs and, it, it allows us to kind of just relax and be ourselves, which is a great starting point. <laughs> yeah, and that 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 relaxed and being ourselves is so important because that's how you get to know yourself and you get to know more of you, and that has that has actually transformed my relationship with my family, with my my husband. Because, you know, it wasn't, we've been married now for <laughs> 27 years. I mean, we've been together longer than that, but it wasn't always like that. And there came a point where we, I, we maybe thought we might change and, and go our separate ways, but it was when we did the seminar, because we did the seminar together, that that actually discovering that life within and that energy, it, it did, it transformed our relationship to another level. So, you know, we relate to each other in such a different way that we don't relate to the issues and the problems that are going on in life because the circumstances are that just that, they're circumstances. And, you know, there's always a bigger goal that we have in mind for ourselves and for life and that's and for the world. So that's what we concentrate on and, and the, the life within each other. So, and, and a big part of that in our life is music because we are all very talented. <laughs> Where music is concerned, I mean, I have a daughter who plays the flute, she plays the piano, so we're very privileged. It's great to, to finish dinner and have my daughter play the piano. How wonderful is that? And a son who, who creates music too and another who's very creative at writing. So the creative mind is always at work in our home. And the music for me, actually, it speaks to me. So in the, on a level, since I've discovered more of me, it speaks to me on a level that I've, I never imagined. Just even the words in songs, at a particular moment in time actually make a difference to your life. If you're very much aware, because that's what I experienced. I remember I was, I was putting my orchids because I love flowers and I was putting my orchids in the bath for a shower as I do on a, um, maybe once or twice, once a, once or twice a month. And it was really, it's very odd, but, the terracotta from the plant pot hit the bath and it made a sound that sounded like a song. And it, it did, it made, it was two notes. It was a, two sounds. And I, I kind of, 
I don't know, a song was going around in my head and I, I didn't know what it was. So I'm, I'm asking everyone, I said, what song is this? And I'm just doing these two notes. And I actually discovered what song it was. It was a song by Van Morrison called When God Shines His Light. So I had to look it up. And it's just a beautiful, when God shines his light on you, and it, it talks about when he shines his light on you, your life will be happy and everything you could possibly need is yours. And what I didn't mention was at that time, I was always, there's a question I was asking myself about, what are you, you know, just, what are you telling me life? What is there for me to know? And the words of that song actually expressed it. You know, I'm shining my light on you and just, you know, be happy. So I know that when I listen to music, it's a physical thing as well for me. I feel it, I feel it in my body. It's like my body vibrates in a different way. And if it has that effect on me, I know it has that effect on other people. And I know that's what people are feeling when I'm singing. And I really, I didn't, so when I was started singing, it was all about performing. But as I grew older and I, and I realized this, I, I realized that when I sung to people, it wasn't just the words and the music, it was what was coming from me. That's what they're feeling. Because people would say, wow, you know, I'm, the hairs on my neck stood on, it, on end and I felt so amazing. And I realized that that actually the music, the song was coming through me. It wasn't the it wasn't just the words I was singing, but actually there was something more to it. And it was me, the, the bigger part of me, the life within me. The joy from me is coming through my song and it has an effect on people. And to get that, that made such a big difference to how I sung and how I listen to music now. Because I know it isn't Barbara, you know, it isn't, um, it isn't me per se. There's something else at work here. Mm, if that all makes sense. <laughs> so, so inspiring. I think, you know, believing in the greater good and that greater part of ourselves, it, just listening to you talk, it, it almost dwarfs the, everything that's not love and joy and you know you can it almost see it for what it is and you can kind of you know become aware of it and drop it because you know there's so much greater things to experience in terms of joy happiness and what life has to offer and it's um it sounds like you have really recognized that and see the best in you know your partner and he sees the best in you and the other stuff you know is just stuff that comes with being a human but you're able to recognize it drop it and you know celebrate absolutely Steph um I love the way you put that yes and 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 that it's that in action the dropping of it and it's it and when you the more you become aware of it because you know in the early days I wasn't real I didn't realize that's what I was doing but when you become aware of that and you then start practicing that, that brings about change so quickly because having a relaxed mind is so, so important. And the way, the entry point into that is just being you and actually following those, that passion, the things that you really love because your mind, you're not, you're not thinking about anything. So if there was anything I would say to, to you or to anyone, just do what you love to begin with and see what happens. Just whatever you're drawn to and see what happens and explore that. And then it's quite amazing what, you know, what occurs. I'd love to, I'd love to just kind of delve a bit deeper into your journey. Mm -hmm. You step us through, you said, you know, when you're um, a little girl, music, you used to kind of sing in the kitchen. And I know that you've sung songs that you've just shared with us, but also in, you know, at amazing um, events and spaces and places. So how did, 
kind of talk us through that recognizing that that's a passion of yours or did it happen you know before you were even aware of it and you just followed that joy and excitement and it led you to you know the the events and things that you've been able to um you know attend yeah. and format yeah I think yeah it did it started as a passion because you know like I say when I was young my dad was used to be a DJ you see as well so he had um he had these great big speakers and he loved music I mean we always say we were we were dragged up on country <laughs> because in the Caribbean there's a great big following for country music country and western as it was called then and um and the soca music that they have and in the in the Caribbean but he would play music every Sunday um, um, because that was, he worked during the week. So weekends music played all, all in our house. So I, I used to uh, get a spoon and sing along to all the country songs and just loved it. And then as I, I grew up, you know, we went to church. So we were Catholic at that time. So then, you know, I was singing in church and singing in the choir in school. And it was actually uh, at church one time, someone said to me, I used to sing the psalm at church. And someone said, have you ever considered singing at weddings or funerals? And I said, well, no. And they said, well, my daughter's getting married. I'd love you to sing. I'm here on Sunday and I would love you to sing at her wedding. So I, I, I went along and I sang an aria. And I did a, a sang at her wedding. And even at that point, that was performance for me. Okay. I hadn't quite, but it was obviously it was happening already because people, you know, people had always said to me, your voice is beautiful. And it really has that effect on me. So then I followed that. I followed that passion. And for a time I thought, oh, I'll get a voice coach. So I did. And that he taught me many a, a different thing about cadence and and you know tempo and all those things but the main in the main it, it was just listening to myself and he did that was something he always drew me back to myself and to listen to myself so then I started it was quite amazing there was a time when I never <laughs> the interesting thing was I never did any marketing and I never advertised, but I was working in the summertime at a wedding, at a funeral. And then I started, it was just, I went to an event. A friend of mine had an event and she asked me to, to sing. And at that event, a, a chap came up to me and he said, oh, your voice is like an angel. He says, I'd love to help you. And I want, there's, there's an event happening and I'd, I'd love you to sing. And he invited me to sing at an event for the Greek shipping industry at the Hilton Hotel in London. So this was probably my first big gig. And um, I sang in front of 600 people. So I purposely learned a song in Greek because then I discovered I could actually learn a language phonetically very quickly when I'm singing. So um, I'm, I, I have a gift of really learning a song very quickly anyway. I can remember words. And, and that, interestingly, I use that in my life. Um, I will sing, if I need to remember something when I'm at work, numbers or something, I sing them and then round my head and then they stay in my mind. So, so I sang it, I learned this Greek song and I learned a Greek dance and I sang with them and the, it was just a fantastic experience. And I then, that, I, I really saw the effect more so that I had on people. So, and it was then it kind of blossomed. I sang at, at a fashion show, at the Ideal Home show. And I sang at, um, again, just parties. People want me to sing at corporate events. And so at parties and birthday parties and engagement parties and, and then I went into musicals and acting. So I, I've been on stage and I, I love the musicals and so much so that I actually had a part written specifically for me by a director because um, 
I, I think she wanted to entice me onto stage because I said I couldn't do it. And she said, if I wrote the part, would you do it? And I said, yes. So, and all this is has just really had me see how music has an effect on me and on people so much so that during COVID, um, I had been doing what I called um, B for 45. It's like Barbara for 45 minutes. And I spent 45 minutes singing. I did a classical one uh, at the end of last year where I just share my love for music, tell my story, but also in that actually um, invite people to listen to music differently and to come to see in their lives and in that moment, what, how in their lives, this particular piece of music affects them, what it brings up for them and the joy and the love they can feel and to express that in that moment. And it was very successful that the comments I got back, even though I didn't mention the word love or joy, that really came back to me in those comments. And I, and, and I saw the difference that I, I, I made to people in that moment and just in 45 minutes. Very That's profound. <laughs> so it is so profound and it's so moving to kind of hear the journey as well because it was you know you're growing up in a household of music and appreciation of art and then that kind of sparked it in you and I, you know I believe we're all given God-given gifts and I'm sure you do too and you've really stuck with that and followed that and but it, it's it's very moving to kind of hear peppered through your journey, the encouragement that you received from others and others recognised that in you and drew that out of you and how now, you know, you're doing the same thing with sharing the joy and the love in COVID. And I know that um, one of the main, you know, things that you love to do is is connecting people with music and, you know, enabling them to appreciate it, as you just said, as, as you do and experience the different emotions and, it's just um, it's just incredible and it's very, um, you know, it, it for me it kind of begs the question, it's so easy to draw the best out in others and recognise talent in others, but do we do it? You know, are we doing that on a daily basis with people that we meet? Gosh, you're absolutely right, Steph. It's, it's, um, it's so easy to just pay a compliment to someone or even, even if you don't know them, you can see them. There's something wonderful about them. Pay a compliment to someone. And, you know, what I realise in life is that as soon as you do, their whole posture, their, their face, it lights them up. And what, how wonderful it is to have a world that where we will light each other up by the words that we speak, because it's so important. I, I just see the words that I say how they have an effect on my grandchildren, on my children. So I did make a promise to myself. I made a choice that I would, everything I say, and you know, that I speak out to people actually builds them up because it's, it's so important for us to do that in this world today, especially the circumstances that we're in now. Here we are on a Zoom call, <laughs> something that in the past we would have been doing sitting in a room together and technology is amazing I'm so grateful for that that has been absolutely um, wonderful a wonderful medium um, and so you know to to build each other up and to speak words of of um, positivity and to just get to know each other that way on a different level that that makes such a big difference in your life and in the world it really really and I see it in action every day yeah you said the most incredible thing before which was um you know how easy it is to be happy and that's mm -hmm. like it's so nice to hear because obviously you know for you to be able to speak only empowering words and have that as your aim then your thoughts must be very positive all the time. And for you to be that uplifting energy that people feel safe to express themselves freely around your your thoughts and your mind must be quite clear, you know, and, and positive. So it's, um, yeah, it's fascinating to think 
about you know if that you obviously set that intention at one point in your life and that has created the incredible things that happen in your life i know you know your life is so magical and magical things happen to you and it's because of your outlook and understanding of the mind and approach to life yes absolutely steph i mean you know and i i will still say it's a work in progress but you know most of the time um what's happening is since how can I put it? It's so if there is a time when I'm not, it, it, it doesn't last half as long as it used to in the past. So I can totally, in a sense, talk myself out of it, you could say. I just, you know, and just remember all the great times. It's so important to remember all the great times. That's another way to bring joy into your life, to go back to those great memories that you have in your life, those times when you really enjoyed those loving times, those happy times, that fantastic holiday. So that was something for me that I just keep on bringing up in my mind. And it's, it is really actually very easy to do because you could, you have two choices. Well, you have lots of choices in life, but you could either think the bad stuff or you can think the good stuff. Why, why not think the good stuff? And if your work, if your life isn't going the way you want it to, try this for size. Just think of the good stuff all the time and convince yourself. When you see the bad stuff, say, no, you know, change that and see what happens. I task you with that, see what happens because it will make a big difference to you. Because that is, we are innately love, whether you know it or not, we are innately love. And when you can connect with that, you are relaxed, you are yourself, you are innately you. And it's, it's effortless, it's life is just so easy. And the more you practice that, the easier it gets, the happier you get, the more joyful you get. And then you see your life change. You see people around you change. And that's the big thing, seeing how people around you change because that you know that's you. That is, it, it, it's like you're, um, you're facilitating that that because you are being you, you're being the best you. And which actually the energy goes out to everybody and it, and it makes such a big difference to them. And I love that. I love that I can have a conversation with someone and they can walk away and feel great about themselves. Isn't that beautiful? That is just, being yourself, you know, and being relaxed about life. Mm. Amazing. So I'm, I'm really interested because music is so much to do with feeling the different emotions and, and that sort of thing. Mm. So how, um, how do you kind of draw a comparison with, obviously, you know, we're human and we have the full range of human emotions from frustration to pure joy. And how do you kind of see that we can you know because if, if things kind of come up in our life as you said you can drop them much faster than you used to do them by just choosing the choice to be happy but how can you experience the emotions through your body let go of them and then choose happiness because th there is a difference isn't there and I'm really keen to hear um, your thoughts on this for, for of kind of you know, being sad but going, I'm, I'm happy, rather than just experiencing it, being with it, accepting it, and then letting it go, and then choosing happiness. Because, mm. yeah, it is actually like that. Okay, so in the past, I would actually fight myself, <laughs> literally, because you're in that, and I'm so frustrated. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really not saying to ignore it. Because, um, and this is where music plays a part for me. So I would 
know that it's there, but there's a difference. Instead of me, because I'm frustrated, instead of me talking to someone from that frustration, which is my frustration and it's not theirs, I, I know it's there. It's like, you know, the frustration is there. There are ways either, I would either just go away and, and be away from people so that I don't bring that into their space. Or with me, I know which, which songs actually lift me up. So one of my mechanisms is actually to play my music when I'm feeling that way which really helps me to drop it because um, I'm not one for uh, navel gazing, as they say, really going into that. Where's it coming from? And what's that? for? No. <laughs> so um, one of my mechanisms is actually <laughs> my playlist for life. I have a playlist for life that, you know, songs that move me and songs that inspire me. And so, I mean, Granted, you can't always do that. I might be somewhere where I can't listen to music. But, you know, after being on the seminar that, you know, we did together, that has, I have the tools now to be able to, to see it, to see that frustration or to see that anger, but just not to be it, to actually just let it be. But not to um, wrap myself up in it and go to bed with it per se. So then it becomes me. And then that's where, you know, your memories come in. It's looking at the best of you, finding the best of you. And yes, it takes practice. So you would go to a, go to a place where you remember a great memory when I wasn't angry or when I wasn't frustrated and bring that up. So that's, that's the kind of, that's how I, my mind works. And I know instinctively when I'm not relaxed, you know, you feel, I know that when, when people aren't relaxed, you feel it in your body, you see it in your face, the furrows. So, so, you know, and, and, and when you live a life where you are becoming more aware of that, you do get interested in that instead of ignoring it, you just get more interested in wanting to be relaxed and finding mechanisms that have you be more relaxed. Does that all make sense? Thanks, that, that totally clarifies um, what I was asking and I think that's a, a fantastic way to explain it. So thanks, because I think that's a really interesting question, you know, and you mentioned ignoring and it's not about ignoring the emotions it's about choosing uh choosing to get back to our normal true nature self state switching mm. our state yeah amazing yes um, yeah no go go <laughs> I, you know, I was just gonna say you know i've um had the privilege to meet some of the most incredible humans I've ever met in my life um, at the seminar that you have referred to a few times. And I'd just love to be able to share a little bit about that and your experience of that with the listeners, uh, you know, mm. the, the listening, because I've, um, I've also interviewed two other extremely inspiring humans um, and asked them the same question, Susan Morris and uh, Michael McCarthy, who I met through this seminar that you speak of. Um, and I too found it totally transformed my life mm -hmm. and really enabled that connection that you're, you know, speaking of and sharing with us and enabled me to avail more of that in my life, more of the magic, you know, that life has mm -hmm. for all of us. Uh, naturally, you know, I've wanted to share that with so many people and my family have been and my sis my little sister, my mum and dad, um, my, my close friends have been. And so I'd love to just hear in your own unique experience, how did you find it? Oh, my gosh, it was phenomenal. It was actually awesome. Um, you know, like I said, I've been searching all my life for something. There was always something. I'd done many personal development courses and um but there always seemed to be something missing and I really didn't know what it was until I went on the seminar 
And I actually realized it was the life within me. It was life that was missing from my life, recognizing that. And um, the transformation that happened for me was I just saw who really I truly, truly am. It was just an amazing thing to know I experienced being connected with everyone and everything with the sea, with the plants. And it, the effect it had on my relationship with my husband, because we went together, we did our seminar together and it, it renewed our love for each other and for life. And this is what has given me the tools to actually be able to, um, to, to go back to that love and that joy and that um, happiness that is me, because I know it is me. It's the real, real me, that life that is inside of me. So those tools enable me to drop, to, to drop that thought, to be out of thought. So it was an, 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 an like you, I came home and I've shared this. My, my children have, two of my children have been on the seminar. A sister of mine has been on the seminar. She came with. And the immense difference that I see in my family and in, even in those who have not been on the seminar, my siblings, my relationship with my siblings before I went on the seminar was very difficult before I went on the seminar. And when I came back, I realized that you have to let go of all that in order for, you have to let go of the hurt of the, the pain in order to let the love and the joy come out. So to be clear, and that's what I did. And in doing that, I know it was a, an absolute result of being on the seminar that all of my siblings, we are all together in a way that I'd, I dreamed of. I asked, I prayed that we would be together and actually um, love, the love between us would be just beautiful and amazing and it is. And we are, and it's another level of relationship with my family now, with my siblings, in that even they are speaking love and joy to each other in a way that I would never have imagined. So I know, I, I can say that's a direct result of opening myself up because it starts with you and, 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 and now that I have that information and that I can avail of, of the life of, the, of the, the spirit that is within me, it is actually a very physical experience for me too. I feel it. I feel like my energy rising and I feel it's, it's like every single cell in my body is alive. And I actually feel feel the presence, feel life within me. And that's so precious to me. It is so precious because there are not, you know, there are not many people who feel that and know that. And to be able to give that to other people in my speaking, in my, in what I do, it's an honor and a, and a privilege. This will change the world. It will change the world. I see that it has changed my part of the world. And to know that I am making a difference in the world now is such a beautiful thing. And I know how to because that's what I learned on the seminar, how to be out of thought, how to be in your true state of joy and how to operate from that and to share that with others. Yeah. Unreal. And yeah. 
Exactly. And, you know, if anyone's interested in finding out more, I'm sure Barbara and myself are more than happy to share more information. Oh, absolutely. Almost the word seminar almost doesn't do it justice because I've been been someone who's forever interested in self-growth and evolution and how can I be the best version of myself. And my mum and dad, you know, are very much like that too. So since I was, um, you know, a young teenager, I used to go along to business seminars with them and, um, and you know, all sorts of seminars really on self-development. And this just, you know, totally, you, you it's almost like I don't even want to call it a seminar because people already have a concept of what a seminar is, but it's so mm-hmm. different. It's so incredible and amazing. So it's, um, and, you know, I think you are an incredible example for anyone listening to this. It's it's not you just talking about a seminar. You're actually in the embodiment of the life, the connection, the appreciation. Mm-hmm in life that you're speaking of you can feel it and sense it through your voice and sharing so amazing oh it's so precious to me and I can't imagine my life being any other way any other way and I would like this for every single person on the earth really everyone you can live in a way that is just joyful and peaceful and and to really have whatever it is that you want in life it's so possible it really is through through the seminar and like you say seminar <laughs> yeah people's concepts of seminars it, it, it it's 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 not like that it's just such a different experience of discovery of oneself and of of the life that's within you and how the world works and how human being works. When you find out who you truly, truly are and how you work, it's phenomenal and amazing. And it's not anything you thought it would ever be. And then you realize actually, you know, is what I'm doing pales into comparison as to what the life in you wants you to do or be or so it's phenomenal and listening to you reminds me of you know the fate the geniuses and the famous artists and all that sort of stuff that that you know the household names of people that have just got out of the way and let that life through them you know I've just watched a documentary recently on uh, an incredible artist who explains that she basically channeled God through her and she got out of her own way and just allowed that energy to do what it wanted and she painted the most incredible paintings I've ever seen. And when they were studied after she passed away because she was quite old, they um, they discovered that they're all, you know, the, the sacred geometry, the spirals of life, the yes. ancient... Yeah, incredible, incredible. Yes, absolutely. I did. Um, I did. I know which artist you're speaking of. That is phenomenal, isn't it? And it's interesting because um, I I discovered after I went on the seminar, I discovered that I could paint. <laughs> now, that's that's so interesting. You should mention that because, yes, I'm creative and and. I love my music and I've always loved doing creative things and being creative, but it was after the seminar that I I remember I was so unwell in bed one day, I had a migraine and uh, I was watching a film and and I heard a song, (laughs) the credits came up and there was this beautiful song that moved me immensely. So I really thought, whenever I hear music like that, I just like to look up the artists and see who they are. And, and it was actually Nick Drake, um, Pink Moon. He's a folk singer. He died very young. He, he actually um, committed suicide in, in his twenties, which, but he was so, and he only made three albums, beautiful singer. So anyway, I, I, I don't know. I looked at his picture and something told me that I could draw him. So I've never, I'm not, I've not been an, an artist. So I, I started drawing and it was rubbish (laughs) I'm telling you it was not what was in my head and it was like a a little child's drawing and I I thought I can't believe this because it just seemed so strong in me so um 
so you know what I did? I did, I used the tools that I, I learned on the seminar to put myself in a place of no thought, just nothing. And I, I, I watched and I looked at his picture and I stared at it for a, a good a good while. And then all of a sudden it, it was like it showed itself to me, Steph. I saw the shape, I saw the form, I saw, I didn't see his face. I just saw the components and what it made up. So then I drew what I saw. I drew the shape, I drew the form and it was phenomenal. I, I, I had never, I looked and it was amazing. I must say myself, it was a beaut. And since then I've been drawing and, and um, painting and, and it wasn't ever something that had ever occurred to me. So I know that's come from um, the more of me, that life that's within me, you know, it's just expressing itself through me. And that is phenomenal. Unreal. And yeah. <laughs> for everyone listening will be so inspired by your story and also inspired for that life inside everybody, you know, in, in themselves, because it's it's basically just letting go to life and having trust in life, which is very mm -hmm. evident in your story. And your thanks so much for sharing so authentically your journey, because we, we can all see ourselves in your story and, um, you know, hopefully it moves us further towards that life force inside of us and uh, encourages us to kind of drop the crap as soon as we become aware of it and uh, just, you know, embrace life because it has so much magic to offer us and the more we embrace it, the more abundance that we magnetise towards us and that's so obvious, you know, in your journey and in your life and it's it's amazing because I just it just came to me the title for this podcast, The Joy of Life, and you absolutely... <laughs> you know embody that and it's um it's not even like you know sometimes people would kind of go oh you know you know she can't always be happy or that sort of thing but you are you know when you consistently as you explained your yes. your beingness and your consistent beingness that the, your normal state the more that you are in that you influence people you know have amazing ripple effects out because people kind of look at you and go she's got something different about her you know, and she's she's always like that like she's she's mm. and that's you know that's my experience of you knowing you personally it's not uh this is not barbara on a podcast this is barbara you know all the yeah. time <laughs> so yeah oh, Steph, thank you so much mm. an absolute Thanks. pleasure really Thanks. and I love this. Um, yeah, and it's great to be able to express that. It really is. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your story. And um, yeah, chat to you soon. Thanks a million. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to our Inspiring Humans podcast. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any inspiring human in mind that you would like to nominate, please reach out and let us know. Also, you're very welcome to become part of our Facebook group called Inspiring Humans, where you can connect with incredible people from around the globe. Uh, thirdly, if you are interested in being part of a global network, we have an incredible community at sevencontinentscouncil.com, where we hold events, programs, and many different initiatives that you can be involved in. Thank you and see you again soon.